Megeres HaKedosh, Simen Chavvav, the 26th letter. The Alter Rebbe quotes the Zehar, where it says that after Mashiach comes, when the people will taste from the tree of life, which is the Zehar and the study of Kabbalah, then they won't need to study the laws of Isr Veheter and only the Ameha Oretz, who didn't taste from the tree of life, they will still need to study Mishnayis in order to learn the right from wrong, the kosher from the unkosher. And the Altareb explains what this Zehar means and how the Zehar can say that there won't be the study of Mishnah of Isr Veheter after Mashiach comes when there will be a need to study it there will be all the halachas that will be valid at that time and they will need people will need to know those laws and also that the Rashbi himself who studied Kabbalah and who wrote the Zehar he himself would not take time out to daven or even to say the Shema which has Kabbalistic meaning and is based on Kabbalah and so on he would not take time out from the study of Mishnah. He would be studying Mishnah, and that was his entire life, and he would not interrupt the study of the Mishnah, even for davening, even for the saying of the Shema, which is full of Kabbalistic meaning. So we see that the Mishnah, in some way, takes precedent over the Kabbalah. So what could the Zayar possibly mean by that statement? Al-Tarebbe explains. But it's important to note that on Daf Kuf Mem Gimel Ahmed Aleph, where the Alter Rebbe says that the Rashbi himself in the Gemara and Brachas says that you're not supposed to interrupt the study of Mishnah, even for the reading of the Shema, the Alter Rebbe says that the, the Rashbi, Reb Shimon Bar Yechoi, did not distinguish, made made no distinction or differentiation between Mishnah, that is the Seder of Zeroyim, which is the laws of plants and brachas, or the Seder of Mayid, which is the holidays, the festivals, or Kodshim, or Tahares, which is Karbonis and, uh, and the laws of Shechita and so on. He made no distinction between them and the order of the Mishnayis that is called Nezikin that has to do with civil suits. So that even the civil suits that study also should not be interrupted even for the reading of Ishma. But the Rebbe points out, the, the Rebbe Yitzchak, the Rebbe's father, points out that the Alta Rebbe here does not mention the Seder Noshim, the laws of marriage and divorce. So, and he explains that the reason is because from that, from the Seder Noshim, there wouldn't be any proof. Because it's possible that you're supposed to interrupt for saving a marriage, for bringing peace between a husband and wife, and so on. You should interrupt the study. And that would not be an indication that would not prove that the same would be true for the other orders of the Mishnah. The order of Noshim is different, is exceptional, in that peace between a husband and wife we find that even God's name is erased in the case of the Satan, that even God's name is erased so that a husband and wife can be reunited.
In today's Tanya, for the seventh of Cheshvan, we're on Daf Kuf Mem Dalid, on the Dalif. The number at the bottom of the page is 558. We're at the middle of the page in the beginning of the new paragraph. The Altareb has explained that the study of the Isa Vahetet, of the laws of what is permissible and the non-permissible, is absolutely holy. It is, in fact, Malchus Datsilus. And what the Zayat is saying, that there's an element of good and bad, of Klippa, in Isa Vahetet, he doesn't mean in the study of Isa Vahetet, God forbid, he means in the, in the subject, or in the articles, the, the stuff which is discussed in those laws, those things are from Klippas Mega. They're either prohibited, which means that they are stuck in Klippa, or they are permissible, which means that they are Klippa but can be elevated. But the study of those laws is completely holy, is in fact Malchus Datsilus, and Malchus Datsilus is completely, entirely one with God himself. And what the Arizal writes, that the Mishnah is not in Malchus of Atsilus, but in Malchus of Yitzhizah. It's not a contradiction. What he means to say there is that Levush Malchus of Yitzhizah, Malchus Atsilus. It's not that the Mishnah originates in Malchus of Yitzhizah, it originates in Malchus of Atsilus, but it, it descends and is clothed in the level of Malchus of Yitzhirah. Malchus de Atsilus is called a king, and the Malchus of Yitzhirah is called the maid compared to Malchus Datsilus. Malchus de Bria Nikra Amo, Malchus of Bria, which is higher than Yitzira, there the Malchus is called Amo, which also means a maid, but a higher level. The Teda, and the proof of it is, Mimash Omer Harizal, the Nikra, the Hainatera Shebiksav, Hubasia. When the Arizal says, that the written Torah, which is Mikra, is in Asiya, in the lowest world, then we, then we have to conclude that he's talking not about the origin of the Mikra, of the written Torah, but rather the descent, the level to which it descends. Because it is clearly stated in the Zayar and in innumerable places in the writings of the Ari, that Mikra, the written Torah, is in fact on the level of Tiferes, which are the six emotions of Atsilus, and here he's saying that it's in Asiya. So we have to say, we have to say that it means that the Mikra, the written Torah, descends and is clothed into the level of Asiya. And so the same thing would be true with the Mishnah. When the Arizal says that the Mishnah is in Malchus the Yitzira, it means that it descends to Malchus the Yitzira, but it all originates in Atsilus. 
geen hubehedje besevrakavonees, and this is stated clearly, explicitly, in sefrakavonees, that it says, mikro mishne talmud vikabolo kulam baatsilus, that all of them, the written title, the mishne, the gemara, and the kabola, all of them are in atsilus. Elo shemikro mislabish adasiya, but in the descent of Torah, when Torah comes down into this world, so the written Torah comes all the way down to the world of Asiya. And that's why in the written Torah, which is, comes down to the level of Asiya, there the letters themselves, the written letters, are essential, are the essence, and they are the act of writing ink on parchment. So it's Asiya. Mishnah comes down to the world of Yitzira, and that's why the world of Yitzira is the world of emotion, and that's why you have in the Mishnah, you have both the rulings that, that say that a thing is kosher, and the rulings that say that a thing is not kosher, which is basically chesed and gvura. And chesed and gvura are from the world of Atsulus, where the emotions are dominant. And the Gemara is in Bria because the Gemara is basically the reason for the halacha, the debate behind the halacha, and reason, Seichel, comes from Bina, and Bina is dominant in the world of Bria. And then the Rebbe will go on to say that Malchus Datsilus itself, not only the various parts of Torah, but Malchus Datsilus itself, which is the level in which the Mishnah exists, the Malchus Datsilus itself also descends and is clothed in lower levels until it too can sometimes be referred to as Eitzadas Tev and Ra. In the Hayyim Yim, for the seventh day of Cheshvan, the Rebbe writes that since Teda was given, the correct order or sequence is that first we remove, remove the Orla of the body, which is the Bris. Then we remove the arla of the tongue, the, the dullness and the insensitivity of the tongue. And then we remove the arla of the heart. And that corresponds to action, speech, and thought. Because thought is in the heart. Our father Avraham, who lived before the Torah was given, he first recognized his creator, and that's in thought. His heart was purified. Then he disseminated godliness through speech, and his tongue was purified. And finally, he was given a mitzvah of circumcision in the, in the physical, the act of, of refinement. But for us, after the title is given, we begin with deed, and then go on to speech, and then to thought.